All right, here we go. New episode in the loop. Three Lupica brothers, three microphones, one lunatic producer in the back. We call Psycho, What's up, Psycho Jay? Jay. 44th Street Studio PGA Championship Sunday. Jordan just tapped in for par number two. Looks like Day is going to go to 16, three up. So we're following that. We're going to be watching it live. We got it on silent here in the studio. Got it on the screen. We're paying attention, but not so much so that it's going to take away from any of the discussion. There's a lot of NFL news to get to. One jaw, one court case. Both out of the AFC East. Oh yeah, I never thought of it like that, but yeah. And we gotta apologize. Two-week hiatus, little family vacation. Kloop Zach took to LA like a fish in water, and we're a little bit worried about losing him. I could do the podcast from out there. Yeah, Jake could set you up remotely. That's what Will Bond and Kornheiser did, you know? Yeah, everyone's getting away with it on yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, if you want to move to California, move. Okay, and I'll tell I can. we can just tell people I'm still here. No, no, we will not. That would not be right. What do you think? Kloop, February, the old lease is up. And he just takes it west? I mean, look, I get it. The spike ball out there, really nice. Oh my nice. god, the spike ball. Manif- manifest destiny. Uh, sure, I think we already did that. We, it was manifested. Yeah, I know, I haven't done my, completed mine. Because they already explored all there is to see out there. It just seems like a really good fit for you, Zach. Okay. Uh, We're going to also dive into some over-unders in the NFL. Zach's going to make you some money. That's right, because it gives us a benefit of some analysis, and we're giving the listener something to help out when the rent is due. Get a little skin in the game, courtesy of Z-Loop. You can make some money on me if you pick against who I pick, if you look back at last year's. Yeah, you were awful. Yeah, didn't go so hot, but we'll recover. Or you, you know, regress back to the norm and you get very, very hot. I'm kind of due. Yeah, you're due. And I'll, yeah, I think you're due. Because I don't think I hit a single one. And Zach's also going to take a look at Donald Trump, 6-1, to one, I think, as it stands to win the Republican nomination. That's true. That's correct, yep. And a little insider info over on the Democratic side, Zach. Joe Biden running for president. <laughs> okay. We're not going to tease it. There it is. You heard it here first. And very exciting clue. Voicemail. In the loop, friends of the podcast, enemies of the podcast, everything in between, they want a say. They want to lambast Squant for his takes on Brady and Deflategate. And LeBron. They want to go after you and defend that Japanese gamer. Yeah, people love, yeah, they want it. Maybe they want to defend someone that got roasted in the sauna. So we have some voicemails standing by. We're going to give out the number when we get to that segment. Hopefully we got some We got a ton of calls, John said. Yeah, John said the voicemail was absolutely overflowing. We should just give out John's number. Yeah, John, can your phone just be the voicemail? No. Okay. That's a no from John. We'll talk about it. So, Kloop, we're not going to get too deep into the PGA just because we don't know who the winner is. Jason Day teeing off on number three as we speak. Three up on Jordan Spieth. Couple takeaways. Me and you just watched Dustin Johnson. I think he made a nine or a ten on the first Heck of a year for Dustin. God, is he just the next tragic tale in golf like how phil was for so long sergio to an extent a guy that is just going to break your heart over and over again. his numbers this year on thursday friday combined compared to i wish i had him in front of me said compared to saturday sunday combined must be insane he leads after thursday of every every day he's gonna be that guy that is leading after thursday and friday but it's a mental midget when it gets to the weekend. That's why, and sometimes in sports when people say like, okay, he hasn't won a Super Bowl, I tend to dismiss that a little bit because somebody can still be great in a team sport and, and shouldn't ultimately be judged like that. In golf, it does kind of make sense when they say, let me know when he wins a major because some guys just can't put it together 
on the biggest stage in golf because it's such a mental game. And maybe Dustin is that guy. Uh, although I do expect his talent. Uh, he's going to break. Yeah. He's too, good. he's too good. He hits to. it too long. I, even Phil, I mean, was that, that was Phil's MO for a really long time. And now he's collected quite a few majors. So, but this year specifically for somebody who has been leading Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so many different times, it's pretty remarkable the way in which he finds a way to not figure it out in the biggest moments. Zach is Jordan. Is Jordan's performance at the British coming up short the way he did? Is it influencing how you're thinking about this major? Obviously, you want him to win, but I feel like yeah. you're the kind of guy, if I he know. wins a PGA, yeah, all a you're tongue. thinking about is that he didn't get full. Well, I, I got a bone to pick with you. The other night we were talking about it, and you kind of you feel like he gave away the British. Like he choked. I don't think he gave it away. He hit a terrible shot on 18. It was the worst drive in that hole all day. But I, think I don't was, think he choked in that major. I just Well, it's just, what do you call Like he had a bad shot on the biggest hole. It shows you how difficult it is to win majors because not only do you need to get some pretty fortunate breaks, but the mistakes that you don't make, you need other people to make mistakes. It, it's so hard. That's why the Grand Slam but is... But Spieth would tell you if he was on 16 and all he had to do was par, par to go into a playoff, pretty par to win. He I thought t- he was going to win, He for would sure. tell you that he should have won. If Dustin is a guy who can't seem to figure it out in the biggest moments, Spieth, to me, is the opposite, and it's what makes him so good. Yesterday, he needed a string of birdies. Talking about Saturday at the PGA. Needed a huge back nine just to put himself in the in the last couple groups. He, birdied, he goes crazy. When he needs to play well, he plays well, and there isn't a stat for that. When he makes a couple in a row, especially on a Saturday or Friday when he needs to go low, you can just see it coming like a storm. It's crazy how he's able to do it every single And time. that is the difference. Can Wait, back to your question. Go ahead. Yes, it does chafe me. If he was going for yeah. four, it would be insane. I know. I mean, it's still... I know, three is still amazing. It's still the best year ever for a golfer, it's probably also, if he wins He's it. also going to be the youngest player ever to win three to majors. To win three, by a lot. Yeah, yeah, by like over a year with Jack. But it would just be so sweet to be going for four. It would be insane. It would be insane, right? Everybody would be watching. The casual golf fans aren't paying attention this week. Yeah. I mean, they probably are today now that the final group is what it is. But I feel like people didn't even know what was going on once Spieth coughed it up at the British. Day going for his first major. He's a guy that's looked like he's going to break. He's knocked on the door for a few years. I think he's finished in the top 10 in half of the majors he's played. He's awesome. So he he almost to be snuck in and won. Keimer is right there. He, he almost, won this last year. Day Zach almost needs snuck Keimer it. to go low. Yeah, if Keimer go goes low, low, whatever. Day yeah. almost snuck into the British playoff too. He was like right there till the end, yeah. and the U.S. Open until he had his like melt. The vertigo melt. Yeah. Another thing about Spieth that I found interesting is Rory was so anointed as the next thing in golf. It's pretty amazing that he came in, started to win, and now it's like this guy might have just showed up and become a bigger star. So yeah, talk about Rory. Rory had like one year of glory. Everybody thought he was king, and then Spieth comes along, and now he's just Rory's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's like, he's 13 under? Jesus, I thought I was playing well. How annoyed were you and I, Alex, when oh, we were on vacation? I knew you were going to say and, and we woke up one morning. We had a little time change issue. We were out in the Pacific somewhere, and... We're seeing all these like Instagrams where he's like hinting at the fact that he might come back. It's like just, the breadcrumbs. Yes, yeah, just Enough. go take, just go take your ass paddling from Jordan and then head back to England. Like the instas from the private jet with the golf emoji. No, Rory, is that something Jordan would do, Zach? No, no. he probably took an F one fifty there by himself, solo American. Zach, also talk about the job Whistling Straits is doing promoting the great state of Wisconsin. Oh, it's, it it's, looks like it's a tropical gorgeous. paradise. It's beautiful in Wisconsin. In my 
my mind, it's snowing in Wisconsin now, and you turn on the PGA, and also, Whistling Straits is just gorgeous. Also, Wisconsin has the best fans in the world. Steve Stricker's a god out there. Yeah, they're going huge for Stricker. They right love Stricker. Okay, it's save nuts. the Wisconsin Packers stuff. We've got uh, some of that to get to. So, fourth hole, Day, and Spieth final group, Day leading by three. Spieth's going to win. Well, there you have it. There you go. If you can get some live betting lines going. Oh, you can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure. So... That was just a little PJ off the top. We're watching. It's on silent in the studio as we speak. If anything crazy happens, we'll react. But we begin with two big NFL headlines. Gino getting knocked out. Brady and Goodell face-to-face in federal court next. I can feel my face when I'm with you. But I love it. But I love it. Oh, I can feel my face when I'm with you. But I love it. But I love it. Spieth knocks in a bird dog on number three, two back Jason Day. PGA Championship Sunday, 44th Street Studio in the loop. But we are talking the most shocking NFL headline of the year. You didn't think it could be beaten. The Jason Pierre-Paul incident on 4th of July. But Gino getting knocked out, broken jaw, out six to ten weeks. Trumps it easily, Clue. Noose. I don't know if it trumps it easily, but the <laughs> fact that it's because getting your finger blown off is still remarkable in its own way. It's just everything about yeah. the Jets being reinforced in one news story sort of i don't know you don't see qbs getting knocked out in training camp a lot by their own how espn must have just been licking their collective chops when this story came out like ooh, mid-august we'll get four days out of this if that was any other team in the league people would have been like completely shocked but they weren't they were just like yeah that's the jets Yep, good old jetties is training camp training camp is too long you know four games we're here forever our teammates are fighting well, it's the same pro- – it's it's also what you see because you don't have anyone else to play against and you're constantly scrimmaging against each other. Uh, any, like, ex-football player who you listen to on the radio or on TV says the days get long, it's hot, it's uncomfortable, and, yeah, there's going to be, like, there's going to be issues. The Cam incident was crazy in its own right. And the Redskins-Texans fight was insane. Yeah. I mean, did you see the highlights from that? Yeah. There's dudes in there throwing absolute haymakers. It's, uh, it's crazy. Obviously, it's worst case. Zach says – no worries, Jets fans. Yeah, I don't get... There was, like, a huge outcry on Tuesday that, like, now the Jets are screwed because they don't have Gino, who's awful. He's awful. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, I'd rather have Fitzpatrick. He's definitely got... I don't know this for a fact. He's definitely, but I'll say it anyways, got a higher QBR in he his does. career than, <laughs> he does. than Gino does. He does. Right? Yeah. He played well last year. And he's gorgeous. Gino was awful last yeah, year. Yeah, Gino's terrible. Maybe Bulls and IK conspired so he could get his guy. That's that's what me and Psycho John talked about earlier oh, this Oh, really? Week. Yeah. Conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. That is Psycho J's game. I know. So he- the next day, Rex picks up the guy that knocks out his old QB. Just when you think things can't get any better. The AFC East is a laughing stock. Well, here's the thing. I heard you hear these insane hot takes like Chris Carter, like, oh, this obviously shows Gino's like leadership. I don't know if it says anything about his leadership or his role, like his place in the locker room. But this doesn't happen to a great quarterback no. in the NFL. So forget about the leadership. Like, these quarterbacks are too important to the team's success for anyone to take a swing at one of the good quarterbacks. This wouldn't happen in Green Bay. Green Bay's not—obviously, it wouldn't happen in Green Bay. This wouldn't happen in Miami to Ryan Tannehill. Like, it wouldn't happen in Detroit to Matt Stafford. Anyone who can do the job at all isn't getting hit by his linebacker. Thoughts on what it was apparently over? $600, $600 plane on plane ticket. ticket. Yeah. I mean— Peyton's secretary is getting him all his plant tickets. So, it, like you said, it's just not something that would, I, I, I don't know, it's not something that would happen to top-tier guys. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
Six hundred. I, I was thinking about. it. I was like, this guy's an NFL player. Like, so that's enough money yeah. that you can be pissed off that somebody won't give it to you. I mean, I can't. Even Polly is not making like a no, he's shit a six ton, right? round. He's a yeah. six round pick. No, yeah. So six hundred something. But the other thing is, if you're saying like, can I have my money? And Gino just keeps telling you no. Like, yeah, eventually, maybe you want to take a swing at the guy. That must have been yeah, what happened. Absolutely. Right? Schefter reported on this. Obviously, he had the. The Boomer, really juicy details. Boomer actually had a really he early. Broke it. Right? Yeah, you're, not he talking about, anyway. you're not talking about Berman. No, no. Okay. and Okay. Friend of the podcast. I was thinking about this in a larger context of how bad things have gotten for the Jets since that second AFC championship game when they had beaten the Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, it has been, I mean, they were hard knocks. It was Tan, it was Tannenbaum. It was Rex. It was all these big names and they were changing the way the game, they were changing the landscape. And now they're the laughing stock of the league. And since then, it's been Tebow and Sanchez is gone and old players. Butt fumbles. And butt fumbles. Fighting. It's, it's really, really pretty amazing. You know, what the fall has been like for this organization. When... They lost the franchise. Everything went downhill. They really, I was thinking about it. Didn't they kind of overreact to one really bad season from the franchise? And then they're like, let's get Tebow. It was such a reach. And then they reached again with Gino. Uh, to me, sticking with Sanchez, if you really look back at it, it was probably the way to go, wasn't it? Yeah, Sanchez was pretty good last year. I mean, it wasn't great, but he was, did his Better job. than Gino, better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm, Fitzpatrick's very good. Greg McElroy, better than him. He works for the SEC network now. They also have uh, Bryce Patty. Which I like, but they say they say playing quarterback at Baylor and playing quarterback at the NFL is so like he's not even close to be ready to play this year. So have you seen this online? Most Jets things ever. Should I rattle off a few? I mean, just give us some of the highlights. Butt fumble, Brett Favre's gray junk, Sal Lelosi, Rex Ryan's foot fetish, Ryan's tattoo of his wife in a Mark Sanchez jersey. Fireman Ed resigning, fans pleading for Tim Tebow to save them, Geno Smith getting his jaw broken by IK, drafting Ken O'Brien over Dan Marino, Bill Belichick resigning after day one, Sanchez eating a hot dog on the sideline, Lou Holtz holding a press conference. Oh my God, stop. The next day, the owner being named Woody Johnson, the Jets reaching out to Rex Grossman. Maybe my favorite one. Reaching out to Rex Grossman, you know that you're in a real bind. Oh my God. You know, last the year, atmosphere in Met, like, you know, sexy Rex. Did you hear last year when the Bears, um, when Cutler got hurt? And then um, Clawson got hurt. They reached out to Rex to play the last game of the season. They were like, we'll give you 50 grand. The Cardinals thought about- said no. <laughs> I love the idea of the washed up guys sitting around thinking about getting calls. Yeah, but Rex and gets a lot the- of times weren't, getting calls. Weren't the Cardinals thinking about bringing back Kurt Warner for a game when all their quarterbacks went I down? I think <laughs> Kurt Warner floated that more than the Cardinals did. And we toss around Favre's name. I but mean, imagine, imagine we'll get, being Rex, we'll get him in the mix. Rex Grossman sitting there, Alex, and they're like, we'll give you, I don't know, we'll pay for your plane ticket. We'll give you like 75 grand. And he's like, you know, the in-laws are coming in this weekend. So it's going to be He's probably worried he's going to die. It's like, going to be a no. I got a huge member guest. There's like, absolutely no way I can do it. And I'm rich as hell as it is. <laughs> yeah. So 75 yeah. doesn't do dick. He's just like, right? no, no. <laughs> I'm on a beach in Maui. Hangs up. Uh, okay, enough of the Jets. From one quarterback to another in the AFC East. Kloop, you told me you had some good stuff on Goodell. Brady and him meet in court this week. I wanted to talk a little bit about an absolute hero of the media world, the New York Daily News. New York City federal courthouse reporter had 700 followers before the day began. So this is a guy who just literally Works sits in on, on every, like he'll sit there just uh, 9 a.m. to 5 listening to like a you know DUI or something. He's down there in the muck. Every little case that comes by. But he had a, he had God, a big fish on the line glory this week. Day. Ended the day with 70k followers and gave us a pretty good window into what happened in there. 
What do you have on Goodell right now, Kloop? He is... King Roger. Wow, digging his own grave. Well, I think that I owe the people of Boston an apology because I've done a pretty much done a 180 here. There's just, at the end of the day, whether or not I think something happened, whether or not you think something happened, there's no evidence. No true evidence that could convince, that, like, in a courtroom that, that stands up. And it just seems like, for some reason, Goodell is out to get... His star franchise, like, you know, one of the signature franchises and the star player of the league, and I cannot understand. He's also it. in too deep now. It's ego now. Oh my God, how deep are they? Well, he's like, what Goodell, is he going to do now? He can't just, like, I yeah, don't know. he's in it now. But he should have yeah. thought now. of that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. That's Chris, his job. How long ago was this news first breaking about the footballs? Now, weeks before the season starts, he's walking out of a federal court with Brady in Manhattan. It's insane. They started with a theory about what happened that the Patriots had been doing this, that they were tipped off by the Ravens and the Colts. And they basically worked backwards with evidence to corroborate a theory that they have and then used all the pieces of evidence to make their story make sense. And to me, it's just, it's so, I can see how unfair you would feel this is if you're the Patriots or if you're a fan of the Patriots. Imagine if you're a guy, like presumably this judge who's seeing this case, maybe not a huge football fan. Like, if you don't know football, you've got to just be thinking about this. Like, what are you arguing over? Like, a couple of balls <laughs> yeah. were underinflated yeah, in funny. a game? Well, like do you know said, that you Let get... me just read out a couple of tweets from please, this hero please. at the Daily News. So, the judge was, he seemed skeptical of Wells' roles in an independent investigator. He seemed skeptical of the fact that it gave Brady a competitive advantage at all. Well, because he played better with the overinflated exactly, balls. Exactly. And I, it seems like he's skeptical about the lack of evidence the league has whatsoever all fair points like how good is this i'm trying to figure out what is the direct evidence that implicates mr brady in the deflation in that bathroom on january 18th (laughs) but like what do you have there's no smoking gun brady's not texting him saying deflate the footballs my question is this if goodell isn't in the throes of the ray rice thing last year which was one of the all-time just disasters from a public relations standpoint would this have happened I mean, isn't this Goodell's attempt to win back the public trust in his ability to discipline people on a grand stage? It was one thing after the other, and every bad decision was informing his next decision. It was a snowball effect of terrible decisions. And And it's all resulted in this. But at what point does the league move on from this guy? I mean, people say, well, he makes him a lot of money. Who wouldn't make the NFL a lot of money in that position? What genius is he? I think there are two sides to that coin. And I think one side, and we've talked about this before, is... He's making them a lot of money. Revenue is record high. And the other side is, can't even Kloop drive the bus that is the NFL. What ingenious ideas has he had to, like, make this business model so great? No, I mean, the one thing he has on his side is the revenue. And that's all anyone cares about. I think that his job was to get a Ferrari and not crash it. And it seems to me that all he does is crash it. And one of his biggest allies is a guy who now, in all likelihood, hates him. I think he hates him. (laughs) Um... Zach, what about you? I mean, I know you're an anti-Brady guy here. You still think I'm so sick of this topic. God, you're taking a lot of heat from the Boston guys for your take last week. They wanted me to point out that Aaron likes it, his balls on the high end of the spectrum, too. Yeah, you're allowed to be. As long as you're in the spectrum, that's oh, fine. Zach, <laughs> when you bring up Aaron, we lose all objectivity, don't What do you we? mean? I would... God, I hope we have a voicemail on this. We haven't heard him yet, but I'm sure we got a couple mass holes or sour grapes with you. Just play by the rules. That's all I'm asking. Oh, man. Do you know that you get fined $8,000 if you're a receiver and it's found out that you're putting stickum on your hands? So that's not like if you're a judge, you're looking. Brady's going to lose the money for the games he's Fine. suspended for, right? Well, yeah. But I'm saying, like, does what? that penalty correspond 
with this quote unquote crime. The other There's thing no is, way. like, how many good, how many years does Tom Brady really have left in the NFL? Like three. Yeah. Like you're you're taking out like a huge percentage of this guy being able to be on the field, which to me, even as a fan, of this kind of disappointing. He went to war with his star pretty boy reigning Super Bowl MVP. It's it's like compare that to someone you, like Silver and LeBron. Yeah. Over, I, I don't know, like some crazy technicality in a basketball game. It's insane. I'm so ready for it to be over. Like, let him play. Don't let him play. Let's... I hope they just let him play, and I hope Goodell gets fired. There you go. I mean, I think we're talking about him next in the over-unders, and I think they're at 10.5, and, and that seems like a sitting duck. Beautiful transition. You like that? Loved it. NFL <laughs> over-unders. Zach demanding we include the Packers. Free, Not surprising. Free money. <laughs> over-unders next. In Psycho J just jinxed the hell out of us. Called out our perfecto. No edits on the podcast thus far, he says. Don't touch <coughs> me during a... Oh, <coughs> there it goes. Sorry, Jay. Don't touch me during a perfect game, John. I want him to earn his keep. You know? Shelby Miller is no hitter in the eighth inning. Say that again, Zach. You Zach? just broke news. Say that again. Wait, are we on there? We're on the air. Oh, oh God. John is going to have to take... You, were co- you had a cough. surgeon's hand. You had a coughing fit. The coughing fit was a joke on it the was, perfect game. Pay attention. Uh, I was watching the golf. No, Zach's watching Keimer. He's got too interested in his pool. Yeah. Zach has what we call financial incentive in Martin Keimer. I was actually interested in the Shelby Miller no-hitter, but go ahead. We're talking over-unders. NFL. Z-Loop trying to make you some money. We sent five out at first. I sent five out. Zach said, put the Packers on there. I said, yes, sir. Right. So you chose every NFC East team. No. Chris is fascinated by the NFC East. He loves it. We're doing Eagles, Broncos, Patriots, Giants. And then and, a bonus round. And because we couldn't leave Zach's Packers out of the mix. All I want to do is make the listeners money, okay? You know they've only gone over 11 wins, McCarthy and Aaron, twice. When we get to that, I'll explain, okay. I'll explain it to you. All right. Alex, there's no way you could understand that stat. I know. I'm misinterpreting it somehow. Okay. Eagles... Kloop. I'm fascinated a little bit by the Chip Kelly thing and, and this crazy offseason that's gone from everywhere between racist allegations to discussions of like him being a dictator and the Sam Bradford era beginning. Yeah, I, when you put it that way, Sam Bradford era beginning. Tebow's I, not starting? I think that he's been a success at the at this level so far. Yeah, I mean, you average 30 points per game, and that's a, that's a success to some extent. But he does want to monitor your sleep and what you put in your protein He's shake. A which I could Luke. see being annoying um, as, a, as a player. He's a bachelor, which is a wild card as a head coach. Yeah. Remember I mean, we saw him at the Super Bowl? He was walking around with models, I think. Yeah, he was with um, Radajowski from Gone Girl. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, the, wait, the over-under is nine, right? But I am going under because I don't trust the fact that Bradford can stay on the field. And if and then it's Sanchez again, and I, you know, uh, even though we did give him some credit earlier, I still don't think that, especially in the NFC East, that they'll be able to get to that number because I anticipate Bradford being out. I am with you on the under. I think even if Bradford plays the whole season, it's under. But yeah, Sanchez is likely going to start some games. Bradford uh, just never proven he can stay healthy. What, uh, no, the defense what, is shit. They're going to be the second worst team in the NFC East, and you just he need, he's going to need a quarterback that is good. And once he gets that, they're going to be unstoppable. I think it's interesting that they have a higher over-under than the Giants. I feel like the Giants 
People are higher. The Eagles have been better the last two years than the Giants. They won ten games yeah. last year. I think yeah. it's. I think it's under. I think maybe. It, I don't think they'll get to ten. I think maybe you get a push at nine. Even they, they have a tough division. They play the AFC East. They'll probably go two and two. Yeah. What does it feel like to be in agreement with Alex, knowing how cold he was last year? Yeah, or Alex, maybe I warm up. Alex knows a lot of stuff. He's very smart. Wow. All right, let's keep it rolling. Alex, who's next? Broncos, ten and a half. This is an interesting one. This is a very interesting one. God, Clube. you gotta love that half. Lead us off, Clue. It's once again kind of based on whether or not Peyton is going to be able to stay healthy for a full season, and if we see the Peyton that we saw at the beginning of last year, uh, slinging it, or the guy at the end who had the noodle arm. Yeah, it got pretty ugly. At it the was end. pretty noodly there. At right? the end. So yeah, it was. I know. Uh, it was my... like all your worst fears realized about his age. John, I'm I'm stretch. sorry because Psycho J is a you know I don't to say he's a fan of Peyton Manning is really putting it lightly. Um, Psycho J says he's gonna name his daughter or Peyton. son. Or son. Yeah, you can go either way. Peyton yeah. with an E or Peyton with an A. Okay, so like... John, you got faith in Peyton this year or what? I'm taking the over. Tons of faith. Um, I'm taking the under. I I think Peyton's been fighting off father time, it seems like, every single year. And it's going to catch up to him eventually. It might not be this year, but I think it will be. God, that half is really toying with me. Why? You think it's 10? Didn't I just hear you say you had the under? It couldn't be 10. No, I said I had the over. And I'm taking it. Alex? Uh, I like the over. It's tough. It's tough to bet against Peyton. Yeah. But 11 feels like a lot. I know, that half. (sighs) I feel like so... Julius Thomas is gone. Right. Probably his favorite weapon. Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders still good. Wes Welker is a ticking time bomb of a human being. Wes Welker when, is, is when the lights start going on in the morning. God, eventually going to flatline out there on yeah. the field. Yep. And he'll love doing it. I just can't. It's so hard for me to go with an under when it comes to Peyton. So I'm going to go over. Moving right along. To another 10.5 win line. The team we just talked about, the Patriots. I'm going over, and the only reason, and I'm going to make this short, uh, I think Brady doesn't get suspended, and if he the suspension wasn't pending, they'd be probably 12. I think they were before. I like it with or without You're, the suspension. Aren't you just betting kind of, though, on the suspension, on yeah, the verdict? I still think they get to 11 wins with, uh, with Jimmy Gorgeous. Gorgeous. With Gorgeous Jimmy. Yeah, from all the reporting from our, our friend over at the New York Daily News from inside that courtroom, sounds like Judge Richard Berman is coming down on the side of Brady. I don't think he's going to get any games. 12 wins for the Patriots. If only you could parlay those Over. two, that would be The funny thing about the Patriots is, like, they lost a lot of guys, right? And it never seems to matter. Do your job. In our minds, right? Like, they lose... Revis. They lose the, the staple of their defensive line for a decade, Will Fork. They lose Revis. They lose Vereen. It just doesn't... When you think about their season, and when you think about the AFC East, it just doesn't seem to matter. No. Not I'll take, I'm going to take the under. Ooh. Yeah. Zilu. You just don't like Brady. Now you're just trolling Massels. Yeah. No, I just think that they haven't... I, I don't know. I don't have that much faith in their team. I think their division's better. I don't think they'll sweep any of those three teams in the division. I think they'll get to 10. 10 in the under. With or without Brady. I'm taking the under. John is keeping track of all these for a social post. He, if he's not, then what the hell is he doing? He's fired. All right, here we go. Clue. Hometown Giants. Over. Giants are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Love it. Eight and a half. I like it too. I'm going with the over. God, Vegas is not doesn't like the Giants. Nobody, well, the Giants have been an eight win team like every year. Basically. Nobody likes the Giants, except for the years they win the Super Bowl and turn it on. And I, I think, think the defense is still going to be shit. I think the offense is going to be ill. I'm glad. I I hopefully Spagnolo coming back. I haven't liked the Giants coordinators the last few years. Their defense is going to be better because it can't be worse. Pierre Paul is gonna he's gonna play in some capacity, He'll have the club. and yep. he's gonna have every incentive to play well, which with him I think is everything. 
the Giants will be a better team this year and over eight and a half. If they win the NFC East, will you go that far? Yes, I think they're going to win the NFC East. Zach, destroy I'll take, what he just said. I'll, I'll take the over. I think the number's too low. Um, I think they'll get to nine. I think the Cowboys will win the, AFC, the NFC East. I think, I'm the, usually, I think the Cowboys could win the Super Bowl this year. I'm usually really down on the Giants this year. I'm very bullish on the Giants. I love it. Especially with Cruz coming back. That offense has a chance to be special. It's the state of the league. Like, Zach, the Packers' defense isn't good, but it doesn't matter. They're, they're not bad. There you if go. You get into that, if you get into that plane of, of offense where you're scoring 30 a game, you can win 10 games You have to make NFL. a few plays on defense at critical moments. Yeah. That's how you win in the NFL. You, make it, you have to cause turnovers, and you have to make key stops in big moments. So we like the Giants, all of us. That's right. And we're wrapping up with, with that pack. team. A real football team. With that team out in Wisconsin. Did you uh, see Aaron at uh, Whistling Straits this weekend? Yes. He was watching little Jordan. Yeah, I don't miss anything he does. Zach told me to te- he was like freaking out on text the other night because I guess you didn't. Which, this is kind of shocking. You didn't realize that the preseason game was Thursday night? No, I realized. I was going to the movies. I forgot to TiVo it. So he's trying to get us to TiVo because you truthfully would watch like third, fourth quarter. Trying to figure uh, out if that guy can really be the gunner on the punt unit. I did watch the first half, but Floop, out in LA, we were with a friend, oh, also, oh a, yeah, yeah, also a huge Packer fan, and the three of us sitting around one night, they probably chopped Packers for two hours. I didn't say a single word. It was a joy. It's approaching a level of like complete psychotic mm-hmm. behavior. I completely agree. So glad with you, that, Zach, I, I wonder where you're going to go with the Packers at 11 wins. Over. Shocker. Um, he likes the O. Who are they playing out of the division? I think that they're playing the AFC West. Okay. Teams like the Chargers, Raiders, the things with, for instance. The things like, yeah, yeah. The thing about the Packers over the last couple years has been when they have a good offensive line, they're great. And when the offensive line isn't good, they struggle. I think that their offensive line is the best offensive line in the league, and I think that's going to be the difference. Last year, they were unbelievable. Should have won the Super Bowl. Choked. Uh, you're pretty much, I think, if you're betting the over there, you're betting on Rodgers playing in 16 games. Wow. And if that happens, they'll go over. I think they're the best team in the league. I'm going to go over also. Rodgers is not going to play 16 games. The Packers are going to go under. They return everyone, Zach, right? Yeah. It's crazy. This is the best Packers team. Yeah, that they've had. And that includes a team that won 15-1. That they've had ever. I think so. Because of the O-line. I really believe that. Now, by ever, you mean post-far? Um, in, my, in my lifetime. I think this is the most I confident I've ever been. Life. Especially out at night when someone trolls Zach about the Packers. It's impossible Nothing to Nothing gets them. him more excited. Nothing gets him more animated. It's like someone's making fun of your life. Like if you had kids or something, and like and they're, you just get so cagey. It's more than that. It's more than that. Keep going. All right, we got a little bonus, though, because I wanted to put a little, little something extra in there. We got Donald Trump, 6-1, to one, for oh, the Republican nomination. Zach, is the politics. money there? Is the money there? I mean, is the value, is there? The value I, there? I think there, it's Zach? a shit bet. I think that the only people who are probably betting on this thing are betting on Trump because he's, like, the hot guy. Where do you like the value in the race? It's, uh... I like Rubio. You like Rubio? Yeah, I don't Where know what his he? exact number is. but He's, he's hovering around 12 to he, 1, I think, I think Rubio's getting hot. Yeah, the young senator from yeah. Here's Florida. The thing he's about, gorgeous, too. Here's the he's thing. attractive. No yeah, doubt. He is. No doubt. Here's the thing about the Trump bet. If you are going to bet Trump, you needed to do it about a month or two ago. When it, when you could have gotten the long yeah, the numbers odds just, the big numbers. Now they've come back to earth. The but, number's too low. Zach, tell the people about the value out there on the left. And I'm talking about riding with Biden. Let's Joe. just say Jolton Joe, Uncle Joe, the vice president of the United States. Zach has a little insider info. He says he's running, boys. Let's just say put the bet in in the next couple days because there's some news coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach, put, has, Zach has a source in the Senate, it's in the, the U.S. Farm. Senate. He's looking at Hillary's unfavorables. He sees a window in Iowa. 
Biden could be making a move. Yeah. Okay. Little presidential politics there for you at the end of the NFL over under. But, you know, segment. also get some skin in the game. You yeah. Know? Get a little action. Uh, that does it for the NFL. We are talking what, Clue? What's up next? We got the voicemails. Oh, yeah. We we're going to listen to some voicemails. Yeah, we got some voicemails. So we're going to listen to them right now and we'll react next in a loop. Hey guys, Brian from Puerto Rico. First time caller, long time listener. Um, I wanted you guys to give me your top three places for the college football season you would want to go tailgating. Um, don't be afraid to take it to the barn. Out in Minnesota, Minneapolis, is a Buffalo Wild Wings right next to the uh, football stadium. Take it into overtime if you want. Looking forward to hearing your answers, guys. All right, Ryan in Puerto Rico. Thanks for the call. Clue, we can't give him three colleges. I think we can all do one. He'll get three. He's going to get one from each. First, he's going to get one from each. He's three being, total. He's being greedy. First of all, I love the shout-out to the barn out in Minneapolis. Did anyone see when that lunatic was wearing the chicken suit next to Rick Pitino a couple years ago? Yeah, I heard about that kid. Wasn't he on the front page of the New York Times or something like that for wearing that suit? I think he was. There was we, n- we digress. There was nothing under that suit. Good-looking kid. All right, Clue, go ahead. Um, besides the barn, of course, and besides yeah. Minneapolis. Right. I was right, going to pick the barn. Right. Um, <laughs> because it's always a given, especially you get a nice home game in February out at the barn. You're just <laughs> freezing your ass off. You go inside in a chicken suit. <laughs> go ahead. One of our one of our roommates here, uh, he's a big deal out the big house uh, in Ann Arbor, and I'd like to go and check it out. He was voted uh, MVP at SAE last year, so I want to go check it out next You just want to go to SAE. You'd have a good ambassador. Yeah, we'd have a good, nice ambassador, and I'd wear the khakis and the blue on top and go support uh, Jimmy Harbaugh. You're looking forward to the Michigan Wolverine season for a lot of reasons. I just, I, I, I think I want to embrace the rivalry because you know I love Harbaugh. He's a psycho, and I love him. You love Harbaugh. They just landed the Jordan sponsorship. Yeah, they're wearing the Jumpman oh, on the oh college. My God, it's but did you hear that, that apparently that came from out of a conversation just between MJ and Harbaugh? Yeah, Jordan no. reached yeah. out to him, right? Jordan reached out to Harbaugh yeah. specifically. Why? He thinks Jimmy fulfills the Jordan brand. <laughs> That's power. Is Jordan going to oh. start making khakis? Maybe. Okay. Wow. But he Harbaugh buys his khakis, khakis with I think, the emblem. I think he buys his khakis at like Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, he has the same kind. $8. Yeah. yeah. Um... What do you got? Well, if I can't pick the barn, I mean, if I could go out there with this guy Ryan and go to Buffalo Wild Wings, that sounds like it'd be great. But I've heard everyone, such good things about that Wild Wings. Everyone, uh, my whole life has said you got to go to Ole Miss for a football game. The, the Grove, that, the house that Archie built. I've heard good things about the Grove. That was the best college game day last year. Katy Perry on game day at the Grove. It looked completely insane. You go down it there, was bedlam. Yeah, it was. It awesome. was so good. It was awesome. You start pregaming on like thir- uh, tailgating on like Thursday. It's great. Or pregaming. Yeah, same thing. I think if I had to pick one, and this you is do. something you do we have haven't done. Have you guys ever been to a big time SEC game? No. Uh, I went to a BCS title game. You went to a title game. Yeah, yeah, we got to go to an Tebow SEC game. Yeah. I think if I had to take one, it would be Tuscaloosa for LSU. I think they're at Auburn this year, but I'm taking Bama. All right. All right. Thanks. Hey, Ryan in Puerto Rico. Enjoy the, the weather. Hey, Enjoy. thanks. Keep listening, Ryan. And uh, let's take a listen to the next. Hey, this is Big Fudge coming over from Detroit, Michigan. Got a quick question for you. What's more likely to happen in 2016? New York Knicks makes the postseason? Or Kloop finally gets his own place and moves out of Zach's apartment. Okay, Kloop, shot. Tale as old as time, <laughs> huh, boys? Shot across the bow from Big Fudge out in Detroit, Michigan. Thanks, Big Fudge. You and my mom have a lot in common with that question. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> Knicks in the playoffs, 
or Kloop moving out and finding his own place. Hell will freeze over <laughs> before I leave this gorgeous four-bedroom in Midtown East, so the Knicks... <laughs> yeah, I don't care what the odds are. Yeah. Take the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Porzingis leads him to the championship if you're taking before the, I move out of this If you're this taking the dogs, a.k.a. Kloop, moving out, then you're a psycho. Big Fudge, it's the easiest question we're going to get all day. It's the Knicks making the playoffs. The next place I'd end up wouldn't be my own place. It'd be my mom and dad's basement anyway. Kloop's not going anywhere. All right, Big Fudge in Detroit, Michigan, thanks for the call. Let's listen to our next caller. Hey, in the loop. Uh, Barrett here, first time, long time. Um, Got a question that's kind of just burning in my mind right now. Need to hear you guys uh, discuss kind of what it means to be a hardo uh, across all sports. Been watching Hard Knocks and just seeing Watt kind of setting a new precedent for what it means to truly be a hardo okay z loop jack wondering about the anatomy of a hardo but also about watt specifically i know on your hardo power rankings list russell wilson might be number one but hardo what jj well, what might be more of a hardo i like wilson less so talk about what goes into it. Pretty much just look and watch J.J. Watt and every single day, <laughs> everything he does, everything he does on social media, on the field. I know whatever. you guys haven't seen Hard Knocks yet, but you can't believe, like, it literally, I was sitting there. Just What's thinking, he doing besides the obvious? When he lifts the thousand pound tire and he's like, I couldn't do this once. Now I did it 67 times. And then they just play, and then the defense gets yelled at. So Watt does after hours drills in the dark by himself. It just seems like everything he does is so scripted by who he wants you to think he is. It's so yeah. self-serving. It's, it's a the- joke. Do people in Houston like this guy? No, people in Houston love him. Like, you just embrace it completely? Yeah, but everyone's coming around on the In The Loop, J.J. Watt is a yeah. huge hardo thing, which makes it's me It's impossible really happy. not to. John, did that hardo Instagram get more likes than any we've had? Didn't Bieber retweet that? Wow, huge activity that on the hardo J.J. Watt Photoshop for Manly on Instagram. Um, what was the question? I don't he kind of like how, what makes you a hardo. And you're just saying, it's look just, at Watt. Yeah, you take yourself too seriously, like all that shit that J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson do. Jack. Thank you for the call. We got one more on our first edition of Straight to Voicemail here in the loop. Let's hear it. Hi, this is uh, Tommy Richardson from uh, Dorchester, and I'm just calling in long-time listener, first-time caller. And I just had a question for you guys regarding uh, regarding baseball. Uh, now, I know you tend to be uh, a little more faithful to the guys up here in the North, the Red Sox. Even though I sound like I'm from up here, I'm actually a lifelong Yankee fan. Uh, as I recall, you guys are uh, not very kind to the Yanks, uh, and even choosing Mets over the Yanks. Uh, but Alex, uh, I believe you're particularly faithful to the Sox. Uh, long story short, just wanted you guys to chop up the uh, the race as it gets closer and closer to uh, September. Here, we got the Yanks and the Jays both looking pretty good, and I wanted to wanted to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, you know. Basically, see if uh, any of you guys thought the Metropolitans were for real here. They're just blowing smoke up our ass. Anyway, thanks again for hearing me out, and uh, you know, hope to call again soon. Thanks. Johnny Richardson from Dorchester. Did Sounds he say, like an extra from the town. Did he say he's a lifelong Yankees fan that lives in from, Dorchester? Yeah, he must... I understood like 30% of that with that gorgeous <laughs> accent. That we're kind of getting calls with. from all over the globe here. Yeah. Puerto Rico, Detroit. Jack, wherever the hell you Dorchester, are. Dorchester. Yeah. Dorchester. Say your location next time, Jack. Jack, I'd on a boat in Greenwich. No, Who he knows? said he's from Dorchester. No, this is Johnny. I said Jack before. 
didn't oh, say that. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, I got it, I got it. Johnny Richardson from Dorchester, wondering about the state of play in the ALE sack, wondering about the New York yeah, Mets. Yeah, I was kind of, I was a little pissed off that we weren't going to do any baseball because it's pretty exciting right now. It's getting uh, good. The Blue Jays and the Yankees just had a three-game series this weekend. Yankees took two or three. The Yankees got back in first place after the Blue Jays went on an insane tear. But it's going to be a really close race. And the Blue Jays are, like, I think one of the more fun teams in baseball that we've had in a while. Red Sox are terrible. Red Sox are awful. Ben Charrington doesn't survive next offseason. They hired Jerry Depoto, who's the old Angels GM, to assist Charrington with offseason moves. So you keep the seat warm. So you know things are going well. God, if they didn't win in 2013, nobody has jobs. Like, they're coming off four awful seasons, if that's not the case. Obviously, they do. Sounds like the New York they Giants They do win it all, and it changes everything. Yeah, but, God, you can't defend a lot of the personnel decisions he made last I mean, they're time. paying a ridiculous amount of money for I want to get around to my man's second question that involved the New York Metropolitans, because the last time we were talking about this, and I don't want to, you know, toot anybody's horn here, but somebody I had a feeling this was coming. said that Mike Piazza's spirit may just carry him to the title in the NL East, and they have been on fire. On fire. They have the look, don't they? God. They're a freight train from hell. And They're not going anywhere. We're seeing playoff baseball at City Field. This that's, that would be awesome. I think you're right. This team could go the whole way if they get into the playoffs. They, those pitchers are awesome. Imagine, yeah. it's, first of all, I think it's awesome the way their team is built. With the dominant pitching, and that's their MO. Yeah, and then they just awesome. have like a bunch of 45-year-old beer league softball hitters. It's great. It's such a likable squad. But the thing I was going to say is, what if... In these dark hours of New York sports, right, the Mets are the team to break through and win the title for the city. That would how be great. That, would it, would that be, be? it would be great. It would be great. There's nothing not to like about the Mets. And they made. And some- it's funny how mad it makes like diehard Yankee fans who just hate the Mets, can't stand them, which I love. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's all good right now in the NL. But it's great they're the hitting now. I'm on the bandwagon. I told you that. We're fully on the bandwagon, I'm right? I'm fully on the bandwagon. I they love them. They couldn't hit before and then they got Cespedes and Juan Uribe and they're scoring like I don't want to get into stats but more runs. Let's just but say do. they're scoring more. But do. Like over a get run, into the vorp. Get into the fit. Over a run more per game since the All-Star break, I think. But, you know. We love the Mets, Johnny in Dorchester. DeGrom, and I love. Do we like the Blue Jays to hang on to first in the East? I think the Blue Jays, yeah. I think they might be the best team in baseball. God, isn't that, we were talking about this at the deadline. Isn't that everything you want Go out all, of your yeah, front you, office? You, Go all in. They win nine straight or whatever it was coming out of the break. 11. 11 straight. And now they look like as it's much also, a favorite as anyone it's to also, go away. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Like one through like seven, they have guys who like can hit 30 homers. And that's also a really cool stadium. It's a, That place goes nuts for games. David Price said he's never pitched. Well, you know how high. Canadians are. Yeah. They, they, they have, have an, one an team. inkling of success. Yeah. And, you know. Maybe you do well up there in Toronto. Drake is going to be coaching uh, third no, base. No, I don't like Canada. You don't like Canada? No. I think your two post-New York City options, L.A. and Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Probably a nice little place in Milwaukee. All right. Let's wrap it up. I don't think we have time for the sauna. N- no time for the sauna. Look out next week, Nick Saban. I'm John is for you. shrieking about something in the other room. John, shut up. Clue, go catch your train. See you next week. Uh, my producer, John, made me come back in the room. He was asking me to do housekeeping, which he does every episode, where I tell you where to find the podcast in the loopica.com. Go on the Instagram, at in loopica. Tweet us, at in loopica. And Foursquare. John, stop yelling at me. Uh-huh.